You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, folks, we are going to have a lot of fun. This my 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 guest today is just I'm super excited to bring him on because he's doing things completely different in the book publishing world. My my guest today is Mike Stickler. He's the CEO and founder of well, I think some of the best titles of a business out there, leadership books. Folks, if you don't get some what the show's about from the title and name of his business, keep going. If you're looking for what leadership looks like today and how to do not only do things different, but what it looks like in the book world from a raw and real perspective, Mike's here to talk about. Mike, I'm so excited for this. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty excited about being here too. Well, this, this is good. You, we, we got talking in depth before the show and you cracked a whole code back in 2013 leadership books was born and you had a whole nightmare of a story of where you had to buy your book rights back from the publisher that you were working with. And you said no, no more. And you set out to do your own thing. And now leadership books has got some amazing authors on the site that you work with. Tell me more about your experience in, in why you did that. So as you mentioned, back in 2013, I had a book that, well, first off, let me just help your listeners understand. I've written 19 books. Um, In 2013, this would have been my 16th book that I had published. And and my publisher was, he was a traditional publisher and it just wasn't happening. They weren't promoting the book. They, it it was not getting any kind of traction, no sales. and I recognized that the book needed to have a lot more traction if I was going to get the speaking engagements and much of what I planned to do um, for the following year. And so I, I, you know, had a few conversations with him. He basically just said, you know, your book isn't doing all that well because nobody really cares for it, um, possibly. And so what I did is I wrestled the book back from him. Um, I literally paid them to get the rights of my book back. So they made more money off of me paying them for my rights than they did selling it. And (laughs) then I republished the book. um, And well, first, before I republished the book, I just took a deep dive. I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. And so my writing coach and I, we just took a deep dive into where is the publishing world at today? Are people still buying books? And if they are, where are they buying books? And um, how are people deciding what's, what's the decision process in actually buying a book and what kinds of books are they interested in? And, you know, just, they seem like really basic questions, but the, the book publishing world had changed so much and is changing so much that it was really, those questions were really legitimate uh, to really check and see if the consumer had made a decision or not. It's a lot like I relate it to. It's a lot like uh, when Blockbuster Video was going along with all their storefronts and whatnot, and then Netflix came in. Yeah. And I'll never forget, you know, I live in a rural area. I have to walk out to my mailbox. 
I will never forget the first time I got three DVDs in the mail from Netflix. And I thought, I thought to myself, I am never going to go back into town and, and rent another bit movie in my day, you know, in my life. This is yeah. really cool. I don't know how they do it, but this is really cool. Of course, they've gone on to streaming and everything since, but uh, they disrupted everything. And our, and our book publishing industry is disrupted. And there's all kinds of opinions and there's all kinds of uh, ideas, but I just looked at the numbers. Where are people buying books? How are they buying books? Uh, and why are they buying books? That were was the important thing. And so from that, Leadership Books um, was birthed. Uh, that first little book, which was a Christian devotional, I sold over 300,000 copies of it, and I continued to sell it. Um, and, you know, the other publisher said, ah, yeah, I'm not going to sell much. I, I Just with some unique marketing approach, we actually were very successful at it. And we went on to, I've gone on to... Uh, sell three more bestsellers and um, and just kind of birth leadership books into um, an approach that not only are people coming to us to publish their work, but other publishers and self-published works are coming to us asking us, hey, how do we get aboard here? How do we ride this wave that that you guys are doing? And so we do a thing called book representation as well, where we represent books that are published by other authors and bring Fantastic. them into our into our marketing stream. Fantastic. Well, Mike, I want to dive down this because I got a whole slew of questions. I know that people sure. want to hear from you, especially those that are writing books. But before we go on break, where can people go find more information about you? It's really easy to find this. Go to leadershipbooks.com. That's leadershipbooks.com. If you'd like to publish a work up in the top right corner, it says authors. Just click on that and it'll take you through what, what the first steps are. Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at what Mike's up to over at Leadership Books, especially if you got a book and stick with us because on the backside of this conversation, we're going to dive into what this looks like in the book publishing world. If you're an author, you want to get your information out there with some of the things that you should be taking into consideration before you choose a publisher. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Mike Stickler. Before the break, we were talking about his experience and how Leadership Books was born and his experience with a publisher that just went awry and just ugly. And so he set out to do his own thing. Now, Mike, I, I love the fact that you said at the start of the conversation that you just looked where people were buying books and why they were buying books. And I love that because... I've had so many different publishers on here and I've seen the behind the scenes from our corporate due diligence business that we had. I've looked into a lot of different publishers from the, from a due diligence perspective and the, the book world's crazy, right? If you want to make New York time bestseller, you essentially have to buy $250,000 worth of your own books mm -hmm. and then find a distributor that can put it out in stores and then ooh, you, you make your New York Times bestseller, right? So talk to me about 
or what talk to the listeners about what what should they be considering when looking into publishing or, or taking their book to a publisher that's going to get them the best traffic. I love the fact that you have a data-driven model. What what are some things that people should be considering before they publish? Well, first and foremost, most people think about, and much of the industry still runs on, the idea that you write this fantastic manuscript, you throw it over the fence to the publisher, and the publisher throws back bags of money and everybody's happy. Well, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, it happens to people like Michelle Obama. Okay. But that's a little different kind of, um, you know, she sold last I looked 37 million copies of Becoming. Well, and I also would like to just a quick caveat point out that she worked really hard to sell those copies. So it wasn't, it wasn't really just bags of money coming back. She was out on the road promoting her book. So that's the first thing to understand is the industry doesn't work like that anymore. Okay. People buy books online. There's a reason Christian bookstores are going out, or not just Christian, all bookstores, excuse me, all bookstores are going out of business is because people don't go into bookstores to buy books anymore. The way they buy a book is because someone said, this was a fantastic book. You should read it. I bought six copies for my colleagues. I sat down and I read it in one setting. It was just that engaging. That's what makes you go click online and search for a book. That's what happens is the endorsement, the recommendation, the word of mouth is what drives book sales. Now it's supported by marketing, uh, retargeting, Google advertisement, all of those kinds of things. But you you have to recognize that your book's going to be purchased online by far. And that 80, around 85% of the total book sales are still in paperback and hardcover books. And that ebooks only represent around 15% of the total uh, cut of the pie. So there's this whole sub industry that's always promoting ebooks, ebooks, ebooks. Well, ebooks are purchased by people who are voracious readers who are just, in essence, trying to control their cost on books. Most of the rest <laughs> of them, most of the rest of us like a paper book that we hold in our hands. We like the feel of it, we like to read it. And, and uh, ebooks have pretty much plateaued, you know, in my in my view. The only uh, the other electronic version that's really growing is is audiobooks. That's continuing to grow. So those are the real numbers. So recognize that you're going to sell paperback books the most, and that's going to involve shipping books. That's going to involve customer service. That's going to involve a lot of a lot of pieces. So just recognize that going in. Um, Ignore all the people that are saying ebooks are the way of the future. They don't seem to be anymore. Most pretty much plateaued off. And by the way, that was driven primarily by and is continue to be driven by Amazon. Amazon wanted Amazon and put all their eggs into the ebook reader market. They bought, they developed an ebook reader and then they didn't have any content for it. Yeah. So, so they went out and pushed really hard to get content. Which created right now in the ebook space, there's around five million ebooks, and wow. most of them are garbage. Most of them are not well read. They're not good books, um, and not, they don't really find an interest. It, it's much like what Spotify does. You know, Spotify puts all their, all you know, all music goes up there, but only a small percentage of them sell. Um, it's the yeah. same kind of approach. So I, I, I love that. It's literally you got the numbers. It, it is, uh, I, I agree. My, my, my wife, my wife 
eats books. Right. So she's she she you know she'll stay up at night and she'll she mm-hmm. reads six books a week. So she but she's doing the ebook thing. But for books that she's truly truly wanting to dive into, you're right. She she prefers the mm-hmm. the feel of the book, right? Because then she can market it and and do stuff with that. It's absolutely brilliant. So what 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 next then? So what we did is we focused in on just nonfiction uh, books in the area of business, finance, thought leadership and faith leadership, books that change people's lives, change their community, change their business, change the way they do things. And then we they, we focused on books that really had high quality content. You know, the kind of book like you just described with your wife, the kind of book that that um, you stop, you know, and we've read these books, right? We, we'll read a sentence and go, wait, what do you say? And you go back and read it again. You go, wait, what do you say? Oh, wow, that was good. You know, and you make a comment. Those are the kinds of books we look for, kinds of books that are actually going to make an impact on somebody's life and make a change in their life in some fashion. And they're out there and and finding those good books are are really important to us is to really find that kind of book. We focus on the C-suite executive, the entrepreneur, the person who's really growing in their both their business or their ideas, um, maybe your middle management, um, you know, and you're trying to grow uh you know, a good reading regimen is important to the success of your, whether it's your business or your family or or even just your health, a good reading regimen um, is very important. And so those are the people that we focus on. And then we sell our, all our books online. We we hardly ever do any kind of, I mean, every bookstore in the, in the country can order books from us, but we don't focus on marketing to them. We focus on selling books directly online to uh, where the readers are are looking to buy books and to find information about what they do. So we do a lot of Google search uh, marketing. We do a lot of uh, product marketing. We do a lot of branding. We do a lot of stuff at the very front end. And then when it comes to marketing, we do uh, we do a lot of uh, retargeting uh, of those same people who clicked. Do a lot of PR. Uh, we have a very unique retar- retargeting plan that if you buy it. If if somebody buys your book, we now retarget them with more information about you. Okay, most booksellers just stop. Okay, well, we achieved what we were supposed to do. The book was sold. Sold a book. Sold a book. Yeah. Next, you know, and what we do is we retarget them with advertisements and, and media, video, articles, um, messages from you, and then invite them to meet the author. Mm. And meet the author means uh, an online course. A potential to hire them as a speaker or a consultant. Uh, meet the author can mean um, a private private consultancy. Could mean a lot of things. And what that does is that you it's a direct connection from the book to your larger business model as a nonfiction author. What's your larger business model, whatever that is. And yes. and so now the book and where how we discovered that is that people would um, read the book and then. Then they're already convinced that whatever that author has to offer their organization, they're already convinced because they read the book and they know what you say. And opposed to having a, you know, a meeting where you have to start out with, hi, I'm Mike, and this is what I do. They already know everything <laughs> there is about it. Um, and and they're convinced that um, they're ready to buy. And it's, it's just a whole different kind of conversation. Mike, I've been looking for you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> book publishing with an entrepreneurial mindset that 
from a that's got the fifty thousand foot view right. all the way down to all the way down to a book that is some of the most intelligent, logical, common sense business approach to publishing that I have ever heard. So thank you for that. I have been looking for you for some time. Um, you know, it really okay. works. Yes, please. Yeah, it really works. Um, and I want to be clear, this really works if you're a nonfiction author and you have a larger business model. If you're writing fantasy books or if you're writing romance books or stuff like that, it's just not, it doesn't really work for for that. At least I can't see how it, it does. And if it does, it gets let, like weird, a romance book and then you do like a dating app. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. And so um, it, it's a great fit. And, and most nonfiction authors get it immediately when I explain what we do. Yeah. We, we, I've, I've, that's what I've been searching for. Like, like I said, I told you before, I've got like four or five books in me. I just haven't found the right person to go towards. Now I know that there's, now that I know that you're out there and you get me, Mike, you really, really get me. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to continued conversations real quick before we, uh, before we sign off one more time, where can people go find more information about you? Yeah, come find us at leadershipbooks.com. That's leadershipbooks.com. Uh, go through the site and look at all the different books that we offer and, and what we do uniquely. And then also up in the top right corner, you can just click on authors and you'll find out how we go about both book publishing and book representation. Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at what Mike's doing. If you've got a leadership book, if you've got a nonfiction book that you're wanting to get out there in a big, big way, Go take a look at what Mike's doing because this is by far some of the best information on book publishing that we've ever had on this show. Mike, thank you so much for being here today. I know you got to go. And to everybody else, till next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. All right. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.